Welcome to Problem Solver Politics. I am your host, Carton Ellis, with Cody the Oracle. Hey, everybody. And today we're talking about an interesting lawsuit. Andrew Yang is suing basically the state of New York, their elections board, okay, for basically they're not being an election due to coronavirus. This uh, The plot thickens, shall we say. Cody, tell us what is going on. Uh, all right, cool. So this lawsuit came out yesterday, and I wanted to go through a couple things and touch on it. Looks like there's still probably a lot to be determined on both sides before we can get too far into this, but there are some interesting things that have risen up already. So first of all, we'll get to the main story, and that is that Andrew Yang sues over New York's canceled presidential primary. Uh, they did cancel their presidential primary. However, other state primaries and stuff will be going on as planned. Those are happening. However, with the article, former Democratic president presidential candidate Andrew Yang is suing the New York State Board of Elections after the State Election Commission voted to cancel its presidential primary over coronavirus fears. Interesting, too. It would it had already been delayed. It's supposed to be yesterday was the vote, which was the, by the way, the significance of Andrew Yang releasing the lawsuit yesterday was that was originally when yeah. the primary would have been. Um, and this is what I love. So I, the reason why I brought the CNN source up, Yang now a CNN contributor, filed the suit Tuesday alongside seven New York residents who had planned to serve as delegates to the Democratic National Convention. Also, they get left out. Every headline, everything I've read is Andrew Yang and nobody else is suing. It's like, no. Yeah. And the reason why it's interesting is because that's basically the argument he's making here because we'll get into the argument the state of New York election board make not awful. They have a point. But I think that he's getting to a larger point here. So let's keep going. Um, this was a statement that says, This unprecedented and unwarranted move infringes the rights of plaintiffs and all New York State Democratic Party voters, of which they're estimated to be more than 6 million as it fundamentally denies them the right to choose our next candidate for the office of the President of the United States, the lawsuit states. Uh, filing joins a wave of opposition they mentioned. Um, speaking of other postponed primaries, Bernie Sanders, we'll get into, I'll, yeah. think I'll show you too. He, he wrote a- He's getting pissed. What's funny though is Bernie Sanders literally wrote a strongly Worded letter and Andrew Yang filed a lawsuit to kind of yeah. show that, that, that who's been in Senate for 40 years? How huh? the guy who wrote a strongly worded letter, yeah. the guy who actually filed a lawsuit and did action, right? Who's the business person and who's the senator anyway? Yeah. Um, what's interesting though is that the, the, and I guess that's all we have to get through here too much. That's basically what's going on with Andrew Yang. Um, Andrew Yang's lawsuit echoed the message stating it is reasonable to take precautions to allow for safe voting, but such decisions cannot arbitrarily pertain to some elections and not others. That is what he's getting into. Defendants cannot provide any collateral justification as to why they canceled the presidential primary and not other federal and state primaries. By doing so, defendants are attempting to create a dangerous precedent. So that's the end of what Andrew Yang's lawsuit has to say there. Basically saying why only the presidential primary was canceled. Like yeah. Only that primary, not any other primary. And not only was that one canceled, why, like I understand the point you're making. We'll just get into one second. I just wanted to kind of make yeah. the, 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 the defense's case, I guess, a, a yeah. second. Uh, but they're also getting into the point of just we have not seen any clear reason. However, I have to admit, I... I guess if I'm filing a lawsuit, I'd make that point, but I definitely see the point that New York State, uh, the New York State Election Board's making. So here's an article from NPR: uh, New York cancels the primary election, angering Sanders. Another another great headline: angering Sanders supporters and nobody else. Then like a day later, Andrew Yang sues the state. Anyway, yeah, uh, they mentioned that New York State Democrats will not be casting primary votes for a presidential candidate this year. Now, here's the thing. Here is the statement. So, according to multiple reports, Douglas Kellner, co-chair of the New York State Board of Elections, is being sued here received thousands of emails from supporters of Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders pushing for the primary to continue as planned, which did happen. Okay. This is what's interesting. Listen to this. What the Sanders campaign wanted is essentially a beauty contest that, given the situation with the public health emergency, seems to be unnecessary and indeed frivolous, Kellner told the New York Times. That was the most inflammatory comment, but I wouldn't think that's the one I wanted to pull out because that is a little bit of Bernie Sanders supporters say whatever. 
people can make whatever points they want. Mm -hmm. There is legitimate animosity between it seems anyone else and Bernie Sanders support. That's crazy what he said. I wonder if I wonder if Andrew Yang will get the same. Andrew Yang wants a frivolous beauty contest thing. Yeah. Now it is worth <laughs> it is worth noting. Part of the reason why is because Bernie Sanders. I guess while he endorsed Joe Biden, I mean, it's interesting suing the state. Both these people endorsed Joe Biden and are saying, but I, you know, people should still be allowed to vote for me instead of yeah. Joe Biden in these primaries. Mm -hmm. Shows how important the the endorsements are. But the the larger point they're getting here to state of New York, and I wanted to find this one other quote here, is essentially that since everybody else has dropped out of the election or suspended their campaign, and Joe Biden is essentially running unopposed doesn't make a whole lot of sense in their, by their estimation to have these votes. I mean, uh, they say uh, at a time when the goal is to avoid unnecessary social contact, our conclusion was that there's no purpose in holding, again, they use beauty contest primary, that would marginally increase the risk to both voters and poll workers. Uh, this is after Bernie Sanders suspended his campaign and endorsed Joe Biden, which basically rendered the primary moot. So there's two kind of competing, I guess, political arguments here. One, the state of New York saying, like, look, Joe Biden is by all intents and purposes running unopposed. Having an election for somebody who's running unopposed, thats it just feels like an unnecessary election. Bernie Sanders says, I still want to get delegates, so I have him at the convention. I believe that's what he's talking about here uh, in his letter. And he, he, he mentioned this before, but Sanders suspended his campaign earlier this month, had wanted to remain on the ballot in the remaining primaries in order to maximize the delegates he brought with him to the DNC in August. Uh, his campaign argued the more pledged delegates he brought to the convention, the more influence he would have on the party's rules and platforms. Again, I'm going to do a whole separate video on endorsements and what they mean. I would be furious if somebody endorsed me, but was like, hey, look, man, I got to get mine. You know what I mean? Like, I'm endorsing you, but I got to get my delegates, too, in New York. But that issue aside, the other thing that makes the state of New York's argument a little bit weaker to me is that we've seen, uh, let me see if I can pull this up for you guys, but it was, when was it? Friday, I believe. Last Friday, yeah. that New York State Governor Andrew Cuomo issued an executive order requiring state election officials to send posted page absentee ballot applications to all voters. I'm issuing an executive order to ensure every New York voter automatically receives a posted paid application for an absentee ballot because no New York voter should have to choose between their health and their right to vote. That's the big thing here. The, the there there of this, uh, you can... Theoretically, everybody who would have been risking their health right to vote in these primaries will be able to vote from home through absentee ballots now. So yeah. that would eliminate the person-to-person -person contact. However, it is worth noting, someone still has to count the ballots. It is. I just want to make sure I brought up both cases. Uh, Andrew Yang, specifically in his literal case, and then Bernie Sanders in his in his, in his letters basically said, hey, people have a right to vote still. They have a right to vote for who they want to vote for. You can't say that because there is a de facto winner that we have to just cancel the primary and give it to them. However, I would say it is interesting. I mean, it's... I would say Th that literally like sounds like... I, I'm, I'm not kidding you. If you go and you watch... Oh, I can't remember the movie that came out recently. I was just watching it. But it was the story of... Oh, I remember. It was Jack Ryan, the Amazon Prime special. Literally, it's talking about a South American dictator who maintains power by canceling elections on the day of elections and the army officials that run in and say, go home, the election is over, they literally yell um, that no se puede superar esta ganancia, like that, that now the gap between our great leader and the opposition is insuperable, which means insurmountable. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, okay, so even if we all kind of know Joe Biden's going to win, there are things that you do just to show you are still a republic. 
just to show you're still democratically elected. Because at the end of the day, we all know Charles Manson killed those people. Okay? Or, well, the, the Manson family. We all know that those people... Say, That's a weird one. I'm like, ah, yeah, sorry. That was a bad example. We all know. <laughs> I don't know. We all know. Okay, so we all know ex-murderer killed this person because it was done on security cam when we got the footage. But that doesn't mean that the judge says, all right, we're tossing out habeas corpus. We're tossing out right to attorney. You're going straight to prison. No, we still hold the trial. We still go through the evidence, the discovery, the so on and so forth, so that we can say that this person maintained his civil rights, was tried in a fair court of law, and boom shakalaka got what he deserved. So we need to be able to say in these elections that these candidates presented themselves as candidates. Though one was the dominant candidate, he had to go through the election process like everybody else, where we as a people showed that, hey, we want to choose this person as our representative, so he is now made the representative in our representative republic. But really quickly, to, just to if, if you point. avoid that, we we become, we look like the guys carrying army guns okay, and Jack second. Ryan from the Banana one Republic. Point, I want to bring up is yeah. that not a good argument for why all these candidates should have not suspended their campaign to endorse Joe Biden? That's the only thing I'm saying. As if I'm just taking the position of the state of New York, I would say, well, look, guys, I get that you're telling me this now, but you also told me that you're no longer actually officially running. You've suspended your campaigns and you've endorsed Joe Biden. Yeah. So, like, what is it? Have you suspended your campaign to endorse Joe Biden or is it very crucially important people are allowed to vote for you against Joe Biden in New York? I think it's a worthwhile case. I do think the health risk stuff, they I need to see a little more proven if they're moving to vote by mail, which is bad. like the point being is if it's such a big health risk, there's no way Joe Biden running for the Democratic nominee is the only person running unopposed in New York State. There's no By way. The way I'm so why are they not canceling other ones is a good point to bring well, up. Well, I'm really getting tired of this term health risk too. Because it was always a health risk to go to any kind of building where there's more than one okay. person. Unique health risk Oh, unique. because of current events. Oh, unique. Okay, cool. So it wasn't unique back when you thought you might get mugged when you left for voting for the I'm wrong person. I'm not going to give this argument. You know? New York State is literally the epicenter of the current event. So yes, I would say if there's any state that has any right to say, you know what, we want to kind of try and limit this stuff, it would be the state that is literally dealing with more infections and deaths than any state in the country. I'm just saying, I get that point, um, but it is also a great point that Andrew Jane brings up that says, well, again, there's no way Joe Biden's the only person running unopposed in the entire state. Why are you not canceling all elections when someone's running unopposed? Why is it? But one thing I want to get in, because a lot of people will say this, DNC trying and just bulldoze the way for Joe Biden. Worth noting, latest info, I have found none of this has been approved by the DNC yet. The changes have not yet even been submitted this might have changed in the last day or so. As far as I know, though, last update I have probably has been in the last day, but we haven't heard much about what the DNC stance on this is. Their statement is that any substantive changes to a state's first determining step in allocating delegates like this one will need to be reviewed by the DNC's Rules and Bylaws Committee. It's according to a spokesman. Oh, wait, wait, but we David know what Bernstein. this Rules and Bylaws Committee is. Remember, this is well, the Rules and Bylaws Committee that was never consulted yeah. when they wanted to change. It's Tom the, Perez. Yeah, then when they wanted to change the what was it? what was the podcast we were making of the three different times no, where Tom Perez they, unilaterally had just changed what things. What they did was there was a and this is really quickly the Rules and Bylaws Committee generally you think would be involved in changing the uh, requirements to make it to a debate. One of the very big yeah. requirements they had for a while, you had to have a minimum donor threshold. Yeah, it was minimum, minimum donor threshold. Mike Bloomberg had zero donors because yeah. he was self-funding his 
this campaign. So in order to encompass, in order to help Mike Bloomberg and only like Mike Bloomberg and nobody else, Tom Perez went over the bylaws committee and said, hey, let's get rid of that. You no longer need that anymore. Now you could just get in if you have a polling threshold and other metrics. So basically, so. let me put this in one sentence. We have got a committee in New York that in order to preserve the civil liberties and the right to vote of the people, we have a committee in New York. But that committee is just simply shirking its responsibility to hold elections so that the committee in the DNC that is really just Tom Perez can choose who the candidate's going to be. And just one last uh, little just tidbit here just to kind of wrap it up. One more player that's pretty important here. Andrew Cuomo, governor of New York, has stood by the decision uh, to to uh, cancel the presidential primary for Democrats. Interesting. He's He's uh, he said he would not second guess. So that's honestly to me, if you're saying you're not going to second guess people underneath you, it's Wow. Pretty firm. I endorse what they've it's done. It's kind of like, yeah, so imagine if the media just said, we're not going to second guess Trump. Yeah. We're, we're not, not going to second guess him. Yeah. No, no. But you know? it just means like he's entrusted this, these are his people that All handle right. this. And he said, that's what they told me they're going to do. All that's right. what they're going to do. I, I stand by. I mean, that. at the end, end of the day, look, I'm not crying because an obvious victory will be handed out. But I do think you can't be, you can't play fast and loose with the system because sometimes it is trust in the system that you need. There will come a time where you need to have a rock-solid trust in the system. And that was my beef with ballot harvesting. Is that not an argument, though, for candidates not to suspend and endorse so early? Oh, yes, absolutely. Look, first off, I have I have, I'm, I have no defense for in, anybody on, on, on the D side of this aisle uh, that has done this. Oh, I endorsed Joe Biden. We know it's a bunch of BS when there was a bunch of other reasons behind it. And they, they, they did this way too early for us to think that it was anything well thought out. OK, so so I'm not here to defend any of the individual candidates, but I am here to say that this unique experiment of the United States of America, that we, we were so many generations removed from the conflicts and, and the blood that was spilled to, to birth it and to maintain it in many ways that we take we take it for granted. We, we and, and we're so wealthy off of it that we become a bunch of spoiled children that don't realize the coolness of what they have. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and those of us that read a lot of history books and have traveled abroad and have lived in other uh, countries and nations think, oh, no, no, this, this really needs to get maintained. Even during times of crisis, if you don't maintain your rights, you don't have rights, you have permissions from the government. And what makes us different is that we believe that our rights are A, inalienable as humans and granted by God, not granted by the government. The reason why all these other countries keep failing, the reason why France has had 14 constitutions in the same period of time that we've had one is because they believe that government is what gives uh, power and that this social contract theory, which really means what the government thinks, you know what I'm saying, is what grants power. And if we don't preserve it, we become the generation, like Ronald Reagan said, every generation has an opportunity to defend its freedoms and must take that opportunity to defend its freedoms. We're becoming that generation that didn't. We're becoming the generation that literally said, oh, well, like the Bureau of whatever, of infectious whatever, well, it's been hundreds of years says since this stuff happened, that though. we can't gather or go to church and six something this fee and like whoa i'm scared so i'm gonna stay home and they're giving me all this money and now we can't have elections either and really you just have to tell me health risk anything and and i'll just suspend whatever rights like i can't think of a right that has not been infringed upon in a grossly negligent way and i'm a person that supported the lockdown but you can't name a right freedom of speech freedom of assembly freedom of religion you can't name any right that we are voluntarily giving away as a people because americans have gotten sick and are weak 
That's it. Okay. Well, back <laughs> to the topic of the state of New York canceling his presidential primary and then being sued by Andrew Yang. What do you think about that? You know, I, I, I definitely prefer Andrew Yang's lawsuit over Bernie Sanders' strongly worded like letter. Like I said, it's, a, it's ironic. The, <laughs> yeah. the senator goes to the strongly worded letter, yeah. and the private individual is like, the hell with this, we're going to sue them. This is yeah, nonsense. I, exactly. I, do. I wonder which would be more effective, the strongly worded letter or the lawsuit. Well, that's why people I guess, like, like Trump Time will more. tell. Maybe, maybe, senators, maybe the senator's way of the strongly worded letter in the end, maybe that's how that's it works. Oh, yeah, because strongly worded cha- letters Time, have changed. And Bernie Sanders has played such a hardball with these people in the past. So I think it's interesting to see Andrew Yang is the, suing. Uh, I just do want to bring up, again, it's not to harp on any individual. I just think this notion of, of suspending your campaign to endorse Joe Biden was so ridiculous. Like, both Andrew Yang and, 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 and uh, Bernie Sanders are fighting for their right to have their voters vote not for Joe Biden in the primary yeah. and vote for them in New York. Because they both realize, like, no one is like, I believe so strongly in Joe Biden to win. They just want to win and think Joe's the best bet. But I think that happens all the time, man. It happens in everything. It happens in whenever you think will sacrifice what we believe in because this person it will just help us the most. They have in sports and everything. You're wrong 95% of the time. You're, whenever you're sacrificing what you thought would be it, I mean, we going off topic, I'm not going to get too far into it. I'm just saying, the fact that we're seeing these people, not these people in particular, but in general, a wave people endorse. By the way, Elizabeth Warren started running ads again. Like, not like necessarily running for president ads, but like running for president ads. She endorsed yeah. Joe Biden. Like, there definitely was a sense of just endorsing him to endorse him. But yeah, everyone still wants to get theirs. And I think this is interesting. Yeah. So anyway, I can only think of one strongly worded letter that really was actually a lawsuit that ever changed the world. And that was the Declaration of Independence. Oh, or maybe the 99 Theses. Yeah, that's a big one. The 99 Theses and the Declaration of Independence. Although, Cody, what would you, you classify? You that was an extremely strongly Yeah, I was going to say, what would that qualify as? I mean, it was a lawsuit in the sense that basically it was the preamble to the lawsuit of emancipation no. of the states. I would think both those things would just, yeah, they were literally so, strongly worded letters. They were, uh, at the time <laughs> there was... I can write a decla- no, but wouldn't you say that I the Declaration, write a Declaration of Independence? Of anything fundamentally, it's a strongly worded letter. Oh, yeah, but hold on. Wouldn't you say that the actual Declaration of Independence, as written in the 18th century, was more of a lawsuit than a strongly worded no. letter? If there wasn't a war that was fought to maintain the, if there wasn't a war that was fought to defend the Declaration, then it was a strongly worded letter. But the only okay. thing that made it different was we fought a war and we, okay. we killed a bunch of people so, and we got the French to come over and kill some more Englishmen because you can always back then I guess you could always yeah. just convince the French to come <laughs> kill the English and then after all that killing, then we said you know what that strongly worded letter means something. But yeah, up until then everything's a strongly worded letter. Okay, so Bernie, you keep writing those strongly worded letters, man. Make sure that's super strongly worded. And if you can, sign your name so big that the president can read it without his spectacles. You know what I'm saying? That that seems to be the old Senate way. I'll write a letter. I'm going to write you a letter. Very strongly worded letter. strongly worded letter. It's like when old people get mad at the kids that are running on their lawns. Or um, I was every once in a while, somebody would come out when I was a door-to-door salesman and would get angry that I'd like crossed a corner on their grass or something. And and there's something about the Better Business Bureau where like old people would be like, I'm going to call the Better Business Bureau. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's their strongly. That's the modern strongly worded letter. Anyway, let us know what you guys are thinking in the comments below. Let's keep the conversation alive. If you guys live in the uh, state of New York and have been affected by us, or not by us, but by this, please let us know what's going on. We'd love to continue the conversation with you there. Follow us on PSP Radio 1 on Twitter. That's how we get the majority of our word out. If you can't join the channel, please consider it. It's an inex- inexpensive way of helping support the channel. Or you can also give contributions at problemsolverpolitics.com and send us an email at our website. This is Problem Solver Politics. We'll see you guys in the next video.